0: That could be. I would dress up as Quiet from Metal Gear Solid Five. everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. I did it. I did it. Only took three times. This is level 174, and this is probably our last episode because Stardew Valley is coming out for cell phones. Uh, Yeah, keeping up with tradition, I am your host, Derek, and keeping up with tradition, I am joined by one other guest today, and that is uh, good old Jake. Jake, how are you doing today?
1: Pretty good, thanks. How are you?
0: i'm doing pretty well uh now that we cut that intro uh mod we did okay we did all right now that that's done it's it's fine we got it it's a beautiful sunday afternoon it is it's getting cold out and i don't like it yeah i like well i'm not wearing socks right now but i'm definitely like shivering slightly um
1: your life is really hard
0: i mean i probably could put could have put socks it's like an old tile floor
1: oh yeah i've seen your kitchen yeah that must be cold
0: yeah, I kind of—I don't know—I mistakes were made. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's supposed to get up to like seventeen, like next
0: week. Yeah, like, it's like we're like we. You know, I saw some frost the other day, but then it keeps getting sunny out, and I put the top down in my convertible, but it's too cold for that, really. Yep, I don't know, but it's worth it. I
1: was outside yesterday in a t-shirt; it was fine. Maybe we just yeah, have better yeah. better weather over on the island.
0: Maybe. We get a lot of snow here when it snows, like way more than if I were to walk 10 minutes west. (laughs) It goes away, but uh, (laughs) uh, it's not snowy now. It's nice now, but my kitchen is cold, and I don't know why we're talking about this for so long. Uh, (laughs) We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Um, I mean, we should just jump right into it. It's been a little bit since you've been on the show. Um, Why don't we talk about some video games? What have you been playing in the last few weeks, Jake,
1: uh, Spider Man.
0: Uh, what um, Spider Man?
1: Yeah, just Spider Man, pretty much. Uh, I think about halfway through now. Uh, I think my Tell- percentage is about fifty fifty two percent. Okay, it's pretty fucking cool. Like i I don't really have any problems with it. It's it's everything I would want in a Spider Man game.
0: I think it's one of my favorite games this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sony hasn't really made any missteps as far as game. Publishing is concerned uh, this year. Uh, and I think Spider Man just highlights that that trend is continuing. Um, as far as like issues I'm having with it, um, my only real minor gripes are I feel like I should be able to jump and immediately grab onto a wall like during traversal, and that doesn't seem to be happening. And I feel like I, I kind of fumble with the controls.
0: Like jump during- on and run along the wall rather than swinging a web? No, just like I, I want
1: to. I'm standing on a balcony, and I want to jump onto the wall beside me. And I jump and oh, move towards the wall, and he just slides back down the wall. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like he should
0: stick. Do you have to press the? I think if you press R two at that point, yeah, maybe he will grab on. But he also might just start running up. At he, that he may point. just start
1: running. I I yeah. don't know. I expect him to run, so I, I don't think I've tried it. Sure. Um, but aside from that, I, I feel like the combat's a little repetitive um you know when you're uh, clearing out bases you know you get wave after wave after wave after wave sure, bad yeah, guys. Yeah. but um i mean you got to have content and
0: mm-hmm. yeah. it's inter- it's interesting because josh and i were talking about that last week and talking about how for instance playing through god of war i think i got three quarters of the way through and then i was like i am over this combat and not that the like the combat was great and it was fun but it was just like i was so interested in the story and i was like i just don't want to do this i just want to like just let me watch the rest of the game and i feel like i never got that same feeling with spider-man even though yes like the like especially things like the bases Uh, for those that haven't played the game there's all of these there's like fisk construction sites and then there are other kind of bases for later enemies in the games as well but you kind of go in Excuse me, I've got the hiccups. Um, <clears throat> you kind of go in the area and you like have to fight wave after wave of enemy to clear that place out, basically, and it gets you some tokens that you can use for power ups or for different suits or whatever. But um, yeah, I feel like I like I it's it's weird for me because it's it. Probably is more repetitive than God of War was, but I feel like the combat here—I don't know—maybe because there's like there are so many moves and so many options, and you know the fact that you can just like bring the enemy up into the air and kind of fight them there. Like I don't know if it was just more versatile and so I didn't get as sick of it, but it definitely, yeah, it, it like like an Arkham game or like. Like god of war or what i mean like most action games the combat can only change up so much and there are there are quite a few bases uh, which are mostly optional as well um Mm -hmm. but but uh like yeah i'm pretty close to platinuming the game uh which i don't think i've ever really done aside from like a couple of telltale games and it's like those are one of the few things that's left
1: yeah um i actually found that uh as i was going through the the enemy waves and the bases that like right is right about when i was ready to be done with it. I had one more wave, and that was it. And then I could move on. But I definitely find that I'm avoiding them a little bit. Uh, I think of all of the overworld things to do, you know, get the backpacks, take pictures of things, uh, stop the petty crime. Mm -hmm. I feel like the bases are kind of the... The least interesting. I,
0: I definitely, I, I think I agree with that because, yeah, looking back on what I have left, I've done the Black Cat missions, I've done all the backpacks, uh, the research stations. There is only a couple left, but the main things that I have left to do are the different varieties of bases as well. And and even now, as I because I finished the game last week and I I've gone back to it once more to like complete some side stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think I think I did like I played it for like an hour or an hour and a half and did one base and didn't touch the rest of them. So, yeah, maybe I am subconsciously just avoiding those as well, which means I'm just going to have to, f- like, focus on them if I do want to end up getting a Platinum Trophy.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, like, that's that's my one nitpick about the game, but, I mean, even that is really minor. It's, it's really fun. Like, I, I've played this game more than I've played anything else in the past six months.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's... Yeah, I agree. It's not... It, it takes... Like, I very clearly if you've ever listened to this show or met me in real life i have a real problem with like new and shiny things and whether that's video games because video games come out every week and that is way too often and i have a real hard time like like my biggest challenge this week was not buying like in my entire life the hardest thing for me this week was to not buy wwe 2k 19 so far i'm succeeding but this morning i almost gave in last oh. night on the way home from work i almost gave in and I told Michaela that I was going to wait for a sale for this one cuz I don't play those games a lot and I don't play any game a lot. Spider-Man I played a lot. Spider-Man I could not put down. Yep. Um yeah, it's it's pretty wonderful and store like the the story is so interesting and I thought that the third act, like I was wondering kind of where it would go for the third act because I feel, I felt like, you know, what, like kind of what seemed like, actually, I, I, am not going to talk about it. It's too spoilery, but I, I liked the whole story. We are, uh, cause I, we, we had kind of a few of us had talked about once you finish it, uh, if you're into it and once Josh finishes it doing just a spoiler filled, like, like, Oh yeah, Spider that'd be Man great. Specific episode, which I feel like would be really awesome.
1: Yeah, with the amount of people that have have been into it uh, on the mm-hmm. crew here, then yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I should have it done it probably another week. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Did, has it? Because you, I can't recall, but you don't really read comics or anything, do you?
1: No, but I try to keep up on on what's going on.
0: Has it made you? Because one of the games that one of the things that like I've we talked kind of talked about last week, but I've been out. Of most comics for the past couple of years and the bit like multiple times throughout playing this game I'm like I need to sign up for Marvel Unlimited right now because I need more (laughs) Spider-Man like uh, have you has this game like made you more interested in in trying to read up on some Spider-Man or anything like that
1: not really it's mostly just made me uh, nostalgic for the 90s TV show that I watched when I was a kid yep yep. yeah I know it wasn't really that good but
0: um, wasn't it I I well I, lo- I loved it and haven't thought about it in years. It's on Netflix. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't uh, know that. I,
1: I don't really think it's held up as well, but um, I just
0: all I remember is like even as a kid though, and maybe I'm wrong, and I just saw repeats a lot. But mm-hmm. I feel like they spent way too much time on the fucking spider slayers.
1: I don't think so. Uh, from no, what okay. I recall, looking on Netflix, like the the plots are divvied up into like five part uh, five parts over five episodes. Okay, and that's like a, a story arc. Okay, um, So the, you probably just caught all of the reruns on that arc and missed everything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah. Like,
0: I feel like that is like, that's one of the, like the one thing that I remember about that show at this point, because that was what, like when was that show? 93, like, like 90, 94. 90, 93, 94. Yeah. So I must've watched it even as I was a little bit older. Cause yeah. I definitely wouldn't remember it if I was watching it when I was three, but, um but yeah, I just remember being like, when is something else going to hit? Like, it's always the spider slayers. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was definitely hoping to see, I mean, not only halfway through, but hoping to see more like the Avengers Tower is there. Mm-hmm. And like part of the 90s TV show was that, you know, there were other Marvel heroes in the world and they would cameo every once in a while. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It would have been cool to get cameos from maybe Gwen Stacy if, you know, maybe she shows up later. I don't know. Mm. Um, or or some of the the uh, villains that aren't featured in the game, like like Morbius or... Or Craven sure. the Hunter, or something, yeah. Um, even just as cameos, rather than full fledged villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Maybe it'll happen, or if not, we'll get it in the sequel.
0: And there's, uh, I think that there are a number of DLC chapters planned as well, and I don't think that they've detailed much of them aside from that the first one is is in relation to like what happened with Black Cat. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, like I, I feel like because I very rarely put the time into games i rarely buy dlc as well but this is definitely a dlc pack that i'm planning to purchase because i had like i had so much fun with this game i enjoyed the story so much and getting more story chapters for this game is absolutely something that i need to do
1: yeah 100 percent. if i finish the game i will pick up the dlc
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i probably will but you know i don't finish games
0: (laughs) (laughs) i feel that i feel that uh have you been playing anything else
1: I don't think so. I, I dabbled in in some Mario Kart and Mario Rabbids um while I was traveling for Thanksgiving weekend, but mm-hmm. I didn't really put a whole lot of time in.
0: Mario Rabbids is still such a tough one for me because it looks so interesting and I really like cuz it's like a tactics game, right? Yeah. Like I I haven't played a tactics game in a long time, but I loved like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I loved um uh Advance War- Advanced Wars, excuse me. And it's like, those are probably the last ones I've played. Things like XCOM, like I I want, XCOM is one that I wanted to try and just haven't. Um, But Mario Rabbids looks so cool and I love Mario, but I fucking hate Rabbids. And I hear that the game is so good. I mean, you spend
1: ninety percent of the game shooting rabbits, so I mean, <laughs> it's kind of cathartic that way.
0: I don't. Uh, yeah, but I don't also, even want to see them though. I don't even want to yeah. see them or hear their stupid like voice. Do they like make noises every time you like interact with them? Um, that's what I imagine they would do.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but also mm-hmm. like you are stuck with having Mario and at least one rabbit character on your team okay. at any given time. Um, but I mean, the the rabbit um, player side characters are pretty endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they don't replace existing characters
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know it's not like because you have rabid luigi you can't have luigi right um it's not like it's retconning or or doing any, any weird stuff that way
0: mm-hmm. um so do do all the characters on your team have like different abilities and stuff because like yeah like yeah okay yeah That's uh good. and That's each, they each cool. have uh
1: like weapon upgrade slots and stuff mm-hmm. um it's it's not super super deep not like something like XCOM would be yeah um but it's certainly deep enough to to get the job done.
0: And I think that's why it feels like, because it's been 15 years, probably since I've played a tactics game. So something like that, where it's like a bit kind of like kind of a lighter version of it, I feel like feels like a perfect entry point to get back into something like
1: that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And it's not super difficult starting off. It really, Mm -hmm. uh, I hate to say it holds your hand, um, but it, it definitely slowly introduces concepts to you over the course of maybe an hour. Um, Mm hour or two and then once once that's done you pretty much have free reign to manage those situations however you mm-hmm. want um but yeah i i started up a new file uh when i was playing and i think like the intro video was five minutes and then you're thrown right in
0: and okay yeah
1: you know there's not a whole lot of plot build up or anything it's definitely not like super mario brothers where you hit start and you go okay um there is some plot and you can't skip it um but once you're in, you're in, and it's it's solid. It's fun. It's a good way to burn 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the tactics sections aren't super long, so it's super. It's good to you know use in the bathroom or you know hang out on the couch.
0: Well, and it seems like a perfect. It's perfectly suited for that portable switch too, where it's just yeah. so easy to pick up and put down. But also, like also in a way that's deeper, typically than than in, than your average mobile title. Although now yep. you can get Civilization Six on your iPhone, so that is yeah i i it's that seems unbelievable to me and apparently it works really really well
1: huh, i'll have to check it out
0: yeah it's like a universal purchase it works on ipad and iphone and it is like the full civilization six nice it's pretty crazy i think there's a free demo you can download a free demo ooh, ooh free yeah exactly mm-hmm. what have you been playing uh for me it's been a bit of a light week for me um i put a little bit of time into Spider-Man which I don't think I need to talk about anymore because that's been the last month of this show has been me talking about Spider-Man. Um also continuing with The Elder Scrolls Legends. That game has got me hooked. Uh um I'm very very typically and I, I mean it's I don't know if it's technically a mobile game because it's on PC and it's on Mac and it's on like it's across a bunch of different platforms. I'm playing it on mobile and mobile games typically I will download a game, I will be hooked on it for one day, and then I will never open up that app again. Um, but in this game, I'm op- like I'm playing it pretty much every day, uh, usually a couple matches here and there, like I'll play it on my lunch break at work, um, and I am definitely opening the app every day because they give you a login reward, and uh, those login rewards include uh, packs of cards, which normally are, you know, you spend 100 gold or 150 gold on a pack of cards, which can take a good, it's probably an hour or so of playing to earn that much gold uh, to to get a pack. Um, And you can also earn something called an an event ticket, which gets you into like a draft mode, um, which is probably the most fun mode that I've had. uh, Essentially, you kind of choose a class and that determines the colors of cards you can add to your deck. And then it basically presents you with... Three cards at a time, and you select one of those cards and build your deck out of that. Um, and in the, there's like a versus arena, which is against other people, which I actually haven't played, but there's also like a solo arena where you are, you have to defeat eight um, computer opponents, uh, and then that unlocks like a boss battle. And if you beat them all without losing three times, um, the prizes are really, really good. Like, uh, you, you can earn a lot based on that. And then your rank goes up. So if you do it again, th- those opponents are harder each, each time. Um, I, I'm super into it. I, I was talking last week about that. The new, they, they kind of released a new client, I think a couple of weeks ago now. Um, so a new developer took over the game because the previous developer was also, they've just released or have released at some point their own digital trading card game as well. So I think it was a bit of a con- conflict of interest type thing there. Um, the I, I talked about not having experienced a lot of the bugs that a lot of people are coming across um i've experienced a couple of a couple of new ones this week um so for instance you have like a lot of games uh and a lot of, especially a lot of mobile games you get like daily quests where if you can complete these you know this objective you get a pack of cards or you get some coins uh, or some gold or something like that um one of my quests was to to do X thing, and the reward was to be a pack of Skyrim cards, which is one of the expansions um, for the game. Uh, so I completed the objective, and my reward was minus one packs of cards. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so lucky, yeah, I was like, what? and it was something where it was like, it kind of comes up on the screen, and I'm like... Is that a dash? That's a dash, right? Like, it just looked different (laughs) than it did before. I'm like, there's no way that's a minus. I didn't have any packs of cards at that point uh, because, of course, you get a pack of cards. What is in that pack of cards? I want to open it right now. So I didn't have any, but but I never got the one that I was supposed to earn from that. And I definitely wonder, had I had a pack of cards in my, like, waiting there, would it actually have taken it away? So um, that was a bit annoying because I think I had the the objective that i had had to get that pack was it like it was through a card effect that it not is is not typically in the deck that i use so i built a deck specifically with that like that type of card in mind played a bunch of matches to 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 meet that objective it was like deal x amount of damage with like this effect or whatever and uh uh yeah it took <laughs> it took a while to do it and i ended up getting no pack so that was kind oh. of annoying um Another one I encountered that was definitely annoying as well is there's is a um, there's a card effect called Shackle, and when you shackle a card, typically I would go and shackle an enemy card, and that means it misses its next attack. So, um, you know, if a, an enemy puts out a really strong creature and I don't have, you know, maybe I don't have the means to take care of it entirely, but if I can shackle it, it's as good as not there for one more turn type thing, right? So I was fighting someone just in a casual match online and shackled a, a powerful creature that he put out. Uh, and then, then, and then he got to attack me when he was shot. And that the, like it's got this chain animation, like the card is wrapped in chains. There's no way that card could possibly move. And it just fucking comes and attacks me and kills me. Oh. <laughs> and that was pretty annoying as well. So um, it's a bit of a messy game right now. I'm still having a lot of fun with it. The uh, apparently this game, tuesday there is a patch a major patch coming out it's the first meet ma- they're doing a lot of back-end fixes and stuff for certain things but um this tuesday there is a major patch coming out that has like 200 plus bug fixes and stuff in it so that i'm looking forward to uh, a couple other things i'm hoping it fixes right now like the hit boxes on the cards especially on on like a phone they're very very small and different mm-hmm. than they used to be so frequently it feels like you have to be very careful about what, like how you're drawing, like how you're playing your cards, because. Very frequently, it seems like I will play the card next to the one that I've been trying to play. Um, and that hasn't happened. That never happened before this update. Um, also, with those daily login rewards, like yesterday's reward was like a mystery gift. Uh, and so in the past, when those would happen, it would come up and it'd be like, oh, here's a card or here's an event ticket or here's a pack or whatever. But in this case, it was like you hit the claim button and then it just goes to the main menu. So you have no idea <laughs> what you actually got. Uh, <laughs> So a lot of weird little messy stuff like that. Um, But it sounds like, I mean, this is a new client. This is a new developer. It is in the worst state that it will be in. It can only go uh, up from here. It can only go up from here. And even with this, I'm still having fun. I put, because of course the the iPhone does, especially now with iOS 12, it does a really good job of tracking just how much you are using your apps in the, with the goal of making you feel bad about how much you use your phone so that you use it less. Let me just see. In the last uh, seven days, I have played Elder Scrolls Legends for six hours. So it's not, it's pretty good. Wow. and I like at this point I still have not spent a dollar on it and it's getting to the point where now I've played it so much that I feel bad that I haven't spent any money. So I'm probably going to buy some packs or something like that just to, you know, support these people that are making this game that is taking over my life right now. But, uh, um, yeah, it seems like, like the, the, as a free to play player, the rewards come at a steady enough clip that it, that I've not felt like I'm missing out on anything because I haven't spent money. So, um, and this it's cool. Cause there's like stories that you could like, there's like campaigns and stuff like that. So there, I think there's three or four campaigns. The game comes with one when you download it, but I think there's, Two, there's three or four additional campaigns that you can buy either with gold that you've earned or with real money. And as you're playing through those campaigns, you earn packs and you earn cards and stuff like that as well. So it's not like you're just paying for the story, there are also rewards associated with that. Um, it's pretty cool, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's Elder Scrolls Legends. Aside from that, on the Bethesda train, the game I did not play this weekend was the Fallout 76 stress test, which I was so so disappointed in uh, really? the beta. Yeah. No, I was I was so so disappointed that I did not get to play it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um so the beta starts on October twenty third for Xbox One players and it starts on October 30th for Uh, Everyone else, but uh, select players on Xbox One got invited to a stress test, which was uh, ended up being yesterday. Um, There was only a few days notice to this. I checked my Bethesda account, got a code for the stress test, submitted that code, downloaded the stress test. The game was open for four hours yesterday, and those four hours were definitely hours I was at work. So uh, I was like so excited, like, yeah, getting to play it before everyone else except for that sick kid that... Bethesda went to their house and and he got to play it. But, you know, I feel like I'm in a better situation uh, than that, but (laughs) I hope so. uh, Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was disappointing. Uh, But the beta starts next week and I believe I'm off of work on the day the beta starts. So, hopefully at that point I will have some uh, good amount of play time for the game and some good impressions on how it's feeling, because that is one of my, I, one of my most anticipated games, if not most anticipated for what's left this year, but I'm all, it's also like, I'm also apprehensive about it because it just like, I want to, I, I, you should be alone. You're the lone wanderer, right? Like it just is totally different than that. And I don't know what to expect. So, but that is it for me. That is all that I've been playing. Um, you've picked up a couple of games recently. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Forza because you, you haven't played it yet, but you're currently benchmarking or, or will be benchmarking Forza horizon. Um, see how it runs on your nice PC. I'll tell you a secret. Um, Yeah. I'm playing it right now. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. But, um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will definitely be, uh, giving it a shot. It looks really cool. It looks like it's going to play quite well on my PC. Uh, so maybe I'll hit you up next week and we can do some
0: races. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. 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 It's, and the game's a blast. I am looking forward to hearing your uh, thoughts on it. It's almost like, I feel like there's too much content. It's overwhelming at times, which is like, it's a fucking racing game. How can there be too much content? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. I know nothing
1: going in except that it looks pretty. Um, Yeah. So uh,
0: it's almost, it's like distractingly pretty. Almost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm not big into racing games. I'm usually pretty Mm -hmm. awful at them, but uh, Mm -hmm. with the Xbox game pass, I don't have to spend money on it
0: wow yeah that's that's how i feel Mm -hmm. i love xbox game pass because for just 9.99 a month (laughs) (laughs) i
1: (laughs) microsoft give us money please
0: yeah right and actually it's only 9.99 a month if you are not up on the deals because i did not pay that much and i have several years worth of game pass queued up right now so nice um you know, by the time by the time I have to pay for it, it'll probably be way more expensive than that because they'll they'll probably add so much to it.
1: Yeah, I ended up actually picking up Sea of Thieves straight up,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and Mike gifted me State of Decay. Oh, nice! So aside from Forza, I don't really have a good reason to have Game Pass as a PC mm-hmm. user. Um, right. So I, I just picked it up to check out Forza. So I'll give it mm-hmm. you know the month and, and play through it totally, uh, and then I can just cancel my Game Pass and and come back to it if I feel like. That's a game I want to play And I love that as
0: well. It's like, like, I love that as well as even if you are, there's one game I'm interested in, like most people, I feel like most people don't play a game for longer than a month long period. Right. And so the fact that you could pay $10 instead of $100 Canadian and like experience all the time you want with that game is, is unreal. That's part of why I love, like, I also, I'm a big fan of EA access. And most of that is because like. Before a new EA before a new EA game comes out, you are you get that ten hour free trial and that is longer than I play most games for. So it yeah. saves me money because I here's thirty dollars a year, EA, I'm gonna play this trial and then never play the game again and it's fucking perfect. Now is that ten
1: hours from when you first start the game or ten hours of playtime?
0: uh 10 hours of playtime. you have to uh so because of course um when you like close a game i don't know if it still does it but earlier in the life cycle of the xbox and ea access it was like if you hit the home button the game is still technically suspended so it's still kind of playing so you'd need to remember to quit the game um but you uh but yeah yeah there's a few games like that are Smaller games, like shorter games, that would have shorter trials, but most of them, like like, are that full ten hours, and it's pretty unreal. Like, but I played. and like all of battlefield one that i ever played was during that trial and then of course like new games come out and then six to ten months after the game releases it's on it goes into the eax as a vault and that means you can just download it and play it as if you own it as long as you're a subscriber at that point too so it's a really really good value and i mean at this point there's the entire mass effect series there's like so many need for speed games all the dragon age games Mm -hmm. like skate three is on there like There's, there's so much
1: there's almost something for everybody there
0: totally yeah yeah every battle you know almost every battlefield game like yeah. there's and mirrors it. the mirror's edge series uh there's so much and it's and really interesting like that 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 service was super limited when it launched mm-hmm. and it's the same price today as it was like four years ago when it came out mm. uh which is pretty unbelievable especially coming from a company like ea
1: yeah that means i have to give ea my money though
0: but less money than you would give them if you chose to, if you chose to buy one single ea game
1: yeah i guess but it's ea <laughs>
0: yeah yeah uh speaking of ea i think that is a good time to move on to some news news is that so i think it's a it's like an anniversary of command and conquer coming up um uh, yeah, so it's the upcoming 25th anniversary of Command & Conquer. Um, and so on the Command & Conquer subreddit, uh, a guy named Jim Vess- Vasella, who's a producer at Electronic Arts, so he noted that he joined um, for Command & Conquer 3 and for Red Alert 3. He was also a lead producer on Kane's Wrath. Um, but he has essentially noted, you know, we've heard you loud and clear in regards to Command & Conquer Rivals, which is that's not out yet, is it?
1: I don't think so, but I mean, after the backlash, I'd be surprised if it ever came out.
0: Oh, it's it's gonna come out. It's and uh, I thought it looked, I thought it looked fun. like it looks fun. It doesn't look like a command and conquer game, but it looks like a fun mobile game. That is one of those games yes. that I will download it, I will play it nonstop for an entire day, and then I will never open it again. But that day will be really fun. Um, anyways, twenty fifth anniversary is coming up. Uh, he has basically said that they are uh, we're exploring some ideas in regards to. Re- Remastering the classic PC games and have already, and already have the ball rolling on our first effort to celebrate the upcoming 25th anniversary. Um, So that was pretty cool, I thought. There's just no like that there's no details aside from that, but basically like, Hey, we know you want more command and conquer. We know you love the old command and conquer. We're going to work on remastering it. And he basically kind of just opened up a forum as to like, like, please let us know your thoughts. Um, cause we want to hear what you want to see, what you don't want to see. Of course the top post is please no microtransactions. Um, and, uh, Jim Vasella commented on that very post. He said, thanks for the post. We will not be adding any microtransactions to a command and conquer remaster. Um, It's pretty cool. I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I I've not been like I've not played a lot of the series aside from I think I like I played Red Alert two when it came out and loved Red Alert two. And I played was there one where you there was one where you were like a single troop right and you were yeah
1: a renegade I think
0: and I played that one yeah I played that one with two era? yeah I think I played that one and it obviously didn't really feel like a a command and conquer game, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I think that's pretty cool. I would like remastering something like Red Alert two like. That would be unbelievable. I would definitely try to play that. Um, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jim actually sent this out apparently to like some of the Command and Conquer fan sites. And I think he hit up three or four different subreddits as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, I think he hit our games uh, and some of the larger CNC fan sites. So he's definitely looking for actual feedback
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: rather than just doing out like a press release. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which is nice to see. It's worth knowing well, anyway.
0: Yeah, and that's, and that's what it felt like, too, especially in the re- in regards to, like, at no point was he like, this is what we're remastering, this is what we're re-releasing. It was just like, hey, we know you want more, and we're mm-hmm. working on something, please tell us what you want, is what it felt like. So that's, I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool.
1: And, and, of course, between the lines you're hearing, buy these games and we'll give you more PC Command & Conquer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? We'll give you yeah. new
1: content. Come on.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Have you played much of Command & Conquer? Uh,
1: I had a pirated copy of Red Alert, the first one, way back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of hours into it. I don't think I ever beat it, but I was like six.
0: Man, Um, you pirated early.
1: I mean, I had older friends, Mm. you know, family members and stuff. Um, But but I have some really fun memories of playing that. And uh, I think I played it up through... Uh, I think I only played Red Alert from the Red Alert series, but I also checked out Tiberian Sun, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of checked out after that. But uh, I remember hearing some cool things about Red Alert 3 with um, with uh, George Decay and, and the actors and stuff that they got. Right. That yeah. was, like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I would be down for some more of that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I won't have any time because... <laughs> <laughs> there is a g- <laughs> Because there is a game coming out that already took a- over 120 hours of Michaela's life. And probably, I probably put 30 hours into it because I like new games. But Concerned Ape announced just a few days ago that in just a couple of weeks, Stardew Valley is coming to mobile. Um, I think this is fucking huge because that game is like... Oh, and it's interesting, like I've turned so many people on to that game and then most of them are like, I fucking hate you because like <laughs> you, you, I can't stop. Uh, and so it's all, oh, it's partially portable already if you own a switch, which is a great port of that game. And it's nice having those real buttons, but Stardew Valley is coming out for iPhone and for iPad. That one purchase gets you both versions essentially uh it's the full game not a cut down version main difference is of course that it has been rebuilt for touchscreen gameplay um it's like eight bucks us which i think is also the that's the cheapest version of Stardew valley that exists at this point mm-hmm. um it includes i think it's pretty up to because it's like Stardew is very much like an always in development game it seems like um and so the one dude basically that develops it has he's frequently adding new content. I think it's quite up to date as well in terms of the single-player content. Um, it will not launch with the multiplayer component, which makes sense because I don't think... I think multiplayer at this point has only launched for PC. It's not on the console versions at all yet. Um, and even if you're if you're a PC player, you can actually even transfer your save file to the iOS version, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, Stardew is... Um, it's like it's so hard to describe because it's like like it looks like the most boring. Thing that ever like oh you can you get a farm and you can plant crops and grow those crops and then pick those crops and then sell those crops and then when you get the money for those for selling those crops you can go buy more seeds so that you can do it all over again uh and like oh but after a while you can make your tools better so you can do it slightly more efficiently like it just sounds like it sounds so boring and it is so not boring and it's so addicting and it's one of those um you know, like I remember playing it, and it's just like, I got to go to bed. And it's like, well, just one more day. Like, oh, oh one more day. I'll like, oh, and, and you're just always so close to a tiny objective that you're like, okay, well, I'll just do that objective and then I'll stop. And then, but then you're so close to another objective, and it's like, well, I'll just go do that and then I'll stop. And then you never, ever, ever stop. Um, have you played Stardew Valley?
1: I have. Uh, I picked it up last Christmas, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I think I put uh, 10 hours in
0: ish. Okay that's a Um, that's a small amount for stardew valley it is
1: uh it didn't really hook me as much as i thought it would really yeah i think the the plot is a little thin for me the plot
0: is thin yeah yeah
1: yeah and i think i need a little bit more of that the Mm -hmm. the mechanics aren't quite enough to keep me hooked Mm
0: -hmm. and i think i think that's why recently i like i think i put a little bit more time into graveyard keeper than i did into stardew valley because it felt like there was more of a plot yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will you, Will you be picking up the mobile version?
1: No, I've got it on Switch. I don't oh. really need to pick it up again. I don't okay. think. Uh, but I'll keep playing it on Switch, especially when multiplayer happens.
0: Yeah, the multiplayer will be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I am really excited for that. I. I texted Michaela about it because she was it was funny because she messaged me about like she's like I need to submit my vacation request for next year like tonight and then I sent her that link and she's like actually disregard I'm quitting my job so (laughs) um yeah so I I am excited because that seems like a fun on the go or I'm on the couch you know and something's on tv that is not you know, super important. I play a little bit of start. I mean, you could do that with this. I could, I have it on switch and I don't do that now. So I probably will buy it and then never play it. But, um, but it's cool that they're opening it up to more platforms and it is also coming out to Android at some point. Um, so there's there, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's like a separate developer for both the iPhone and Android, Android versions. So the one dude that is making and developing the like the main versions of the game is not uh, stuck forever doing these. Um, But the Android version is also being worked on. There is no exact launch date for that version at this time. Um, But yeah, iOS version October 24th, $8 U S no in-app purchases. Um, Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Doesn't sound amazing. Yeah, it does. It's
1: kind of, yeah. (laughs) Concerned Dave. I wish I could give him more money because for one person to develop a game like that is amazing
0: yeah yeah i mean i've yeah i've i've only bought stardew valley twice so far
1: i think i've only bought it once i might have it on pc
0: yeah so because if we bought it on xbox bought it on switch and we'll buy it on mobile Um, i do not have it on pc um yeah do you want to take the next one i think the next one
1: uh yeah is it it mine okay i'll take it you can have it uh, it looks like Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD are coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility, which is pretty awesome. It is now they're the only they're already to, there. They're already they're, there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. This is from like a week ago. Um, this is the only way to play MGS 2 and 3 on anything current gen. How does that make you feel, Derek?
0: Uh, it makes me feel. So which is your favorite Metal Gear is what I want to ask.
1: First oh, tough question probably
0: three yeah three is my favorite metal gear game so the fact that and there's been multiple like that was a ps2 game right like that yeah. was on a ps2 and these both were. there yeah exactly and there's been there's multiple times in the past 10 years where it's been like i would like to experience metal gear Solid three again but there's never really been an easy way of doing it i very much i don't keep old consoles anymore like i as soon as you know as soon as the ps4 came out i sold my ps3 to help fund the ps4 and everything like that right and so Mm -hmm. um the fact that i i want to play it so bad and uh i just started uh after having an argument with shane two weeks ago about metal gear solid 5 i've started playing metal gear solid 5 again um
1: yeah so i missed that what were you guys fighting about
0: so he was gonna spoil it and because he he was gonna spoil the ending because i was talking about how like it did not do it for me um, mechanically it felt fucking perfect, but it did not like story-wise and the fact that like I just feel like most of the story was told through those like like tapes and stuff like that, and it was significantly more limited on like cuts. I, I think I'm just used to like a much more linear Metal Gear experience, and it was mm-hmm. the the whole open world plus like the cutscenes and stuff seemed significantly uh more sparse. It it didn't jive with me in the same way. And so once I got what's the second map? Africa? Yeah, once I got to Africa, I pretty much fell out of the game at that point. And so he was going to spoil it because he's like, "You're never going to finish it." And I'm and I'm like, "It wasn't that good." And but I am going to finish it. You can't spoil it. So we argued for a while, and then uh, so I started it again because fuck you, Shane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I so I finished the prologue. The prologue is amazing. I yeah. the, like the prologue is on, and I remember playing the prologue in 2015 when it came out and just being like, "Oh, this is going to be the best thing." And then it opens up, and I'm like, "What do I do?" Uh, yeah, well, where do I go? Oh, yeah, where's the next cutscene? That's about uh, where I fell off to Was Africa? Yeah, yeah, and so and which is crazy because like that is a series where before that I like absorbed everything that I could. Like I used to yeah. buy the Metal Gear Solid comic books. Like I loved Metal Gear Acid on the PSP. Like yeah, you did. Yeah, like I I would a remaster of Metal Gear Acid. I would pay. F- just name like full price. I will yeah. give you full full price money for Metal Gear Acid remake. But um, Metal Gear Solid Five did not really do it for me, and uh, oh, the the fact that I could now go and play Metal Gear Solid Three again just sounds fantastic. That is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two as well. I, I definitely have a um, you know there's a place in my heart for that one, and I would love to play that again. And they're both so far removed from having been able to play them in the you know a decade or almost when did Metal Gear Solid 2 come out was it 2001
1: yeah Uh, maybe early 2002
0: okay I mean in any case that's almost 20 years ago and like Mm. I played it pretty much right when it came out and I don't think I played it again um because when Substance came out I mostly just played skateboarding but that's fair uh, (laughs) but Uh, yeah I I would I would I'm gonna play I'm gonna buy these I probably won't finish Metal Gear Solid 5 because I'll go play two and three again first before before (laughs) trying
1: the the end of Metal Gear Solid Five isn't worth the amount of effort that you need to put in to get it.
0: Well, and it's there. Isn't there? There was all that controversy about it not being finished and stuff, right? Like, yeah, there's a missing missing story and missing chapters or or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, and we're never going to get to see that. It's our phantom pain. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited to play two and three uh, if I had an Xbox anyway. Uh, I just
0: of... I just got the title.
1: Does it all make sense now?
0: It all makes sense now. Good. Oh my yeah. gosh.
1: But I've got the Legacy Collection on PS3, which is sitting on my computer desk, so I could mm-hmm. just spin it up and and give it a whirl. Um, I think 3 is going to benefit the most from being able to play it. It's the most disconnected from
0: the mm-hmm. franchise.
1: Uh, I think 2 will be a nice bonus, uh, but it doesn't make a whole yeah. lot of sense without Metal Gear Solid 1, which you yeah, cannot yes. get on any Microsoft console
0: no you never have been able to uh and so peace walker was already backwards compatible as well which is actually though that's oh, really? the one i've that's the one i've not played so peace i've Walker's never played okay. peace walker um but yeah the peace walker went backwards compatible a, a year ago or something okay. or six months ago or something so it's been quite a while so now if you were to go and find a copy of the hd collection which included two three and peace walker those are now three games that you can play on your xbox one that's got a really think, good value Yeah. Plus, I think that on one of like in the settings, you can. There's Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two actually as well. So you can get a good chunk of that series. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever play the Game Boy Color game?
1: No, but I just watched a a YouTube video on it the other day, and it looks super cool. It was. Yeah.
0: I. I had it. That was. I think actually before I played. Because it came out... When did it come out? It came out pretty closely to the first game, didn't it?
1: I want to say, yeah, like within a year.
0: Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I played the Game Boy game before I played the actual Metal Solid.
1: Apparently it's one of like the best Game Boy Color games of all time.
0: It was, yeah. I remember it being super cool and, Mm -hmm. and just totally unreal. And I... The first time I went to play Metal Gear Solid was a rental and I accidentally rented rented VR missions instead. And they didn't actually have the regular Metal Gear Solid anymore. So and I was in a small town with very few, uh, very few video. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it was uh, it's quite the experience. And then when I finally did get to rent it, there was no manual. There was no box. So I made things tough.
1: How do you call Meryl?
0: Right, I I tried every because it was before there was not much internet back then at that point either. So I tried every radio station until she answered. Oh man, that's tough. Because what other option did I have?
1: Apparently, Colonel Campbell will call you at some point, or you can call him and he's like, "Oh, call Merrill on this frequency." Oh, really? Yeah, but I, I never had had that okay. problem. Um, I'm hoping because the last time Konami did backwards compatibility for a legacy game like this. Mm. was with Zone of the Enders last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they backwards compatible DHD collection, and then mm-hmm. this year we got Zone of the Enders 2 for PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that this means we'll see a Metal Gear Solid collection for the PS4 within the next mm. calendar year or so.
0: That'd be pretty amazing.
1: I would be pretty happy.
0: I would, I would definitely buy that whole thing. Um, with this, I, I don't know. So, because in terms of the Xbox backwards compatibility, it's actually any work that is done is actually done by Microsoft. Right. It's just that that basically the studio has to say yes, you can make this backwards compatible. So, oh. but yeah, I would love a like a new HD collection. Oh, like can you imagine playing like playing that stuff in, like up in four K and yeah. it would just be unbelievable.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Bluepoint did the HD collection
0: work for Mm. Metal
1: Gear Solid, and -hmm. I know that they're working on a classic franchise game. They announced that they were working on something six months ago, Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's Metal Gear Solid or something else, maybe like medieval or something.
0: Um, Okay, yeah. But,
1: I mean, it's a hope.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome.
1: On a related note, uh, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood are getting PS4 uh, re-releases.
0: Ooh, was the question on that because is symphony of the night not already playable on ps4 it is not it was oh, a really?
1: ps1 backwards or a ps1 what is it, what was it called on the ps3
0: like classic uh, PS, yeah ps1 or... classic yeah yeah you can't do those oh, on that PS4. was on the ps oh that was on the ps3 yeah okay so there's been no way of playing symphony of the night
1: no and that's one of my favorite games too
0: that was yeah. That yeah. was like a childhood highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Was that was the first Castlevania game I played? I think.
1: Yeah, I think mine too. And uh, and Brando of Blood is the direct prequel to that. Uh, okay. And I, th- I think it's a Sega Saturn version of the Super Nintendo one that we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the the better of the two. And apparently, it's one of the best 2D Castlevania old school style ones, mm-hmm. where it's just like a straight platformer and there's no backtracking.
0: Oh yeah, I'm into that.
1: Yeah. So you kind of get the highlights of both. Um, different types of Castlevania games in one package, uh, and that comes out I think on the 28th of October, which is the same day that the Netflix show gets a new season.
0: Ooh, good timing. Yeah, good timing, and a sweet new pachinko machine.
1: Probably. Apparently, they're they're reducing their pachinko machines. There's been really? some new laws in Japan that have resulted in them kind of scaling that back and investing so I mean they're more going games? games. Really? Yeah. So that's worked really really well for them so far. That sounds great. Yeah.
0: Metal Gear Survive 2 is on its way.
1: I mean, all right.
0: <laughs> um, s- speaking of uh, remasters, apparently we're on a remaster train. Yeah, but right. it is the PlayStation VR's second anniversary. Crazy to think that it's been out for two years at this point. But uh, with the, like, hey, come celebrate announcement, there's a bunch of sales and stuff going on. Uh most of the psvr bundles have been dropped in price by a hundred dollars for a couple of week period there's a huge sale on the playstation store um i have tons of vr titles from like 20 to 60 or 70 percent off i think are the highest ones i saw it's including like some amazing titles like uh super hot vr which is probably the coolest vr game that i've played at this point stuff like resident evil 7 vr which is this probably the scariest game i've ever played <laughs> and one of the few survival horror games that i i don't know if i'll ever finish it because it's just too fucking scary jesus i, I it's actually i haven't played it since i got my ps4 pro so i wonder how much better it looks as well on the ps4 pro how much scarier prob- it is right 20 22 percent more scary mm-hmm. it's too spooky for me um Uh, tons of tons of great games on sale but within that announcement as well uh sony and uh who publishes it 2k also announced that borderlands 2 is coming to playstation vr which i think is pretty cool um borderlands 2 is a lot of fun and i feel like it there's like shooters in vr when they are when they work are excellent and i had a lot of fun with uh you know I took put a put a brief amount of time into stuff like Doom, uh, VFR, but stuff like Farpoint and and everything like that. Like Farpoint is a game that is mediocre. If you're playing it with a like, if you're not, if you were, if it was not a VR game, it would be mediocre in VR. It is one of the most like it's freaky. It is one of the most immersive games that I've ever played. Like, which is it just kind of really shows how much like it can like virtual reality can add to something like that. but Borderlands 2, Borderlands is also a game that is, I think, is so much fun if you're playing with other people and so boring if you're playing it by yourself. And I don't know if it has online play um, oh. or multiplayer. I'm just trying to look that up, actually. I'm sure um, it has
1: multiplayer. It's
0: like Borderlands 2. Rea- it is. Yeah. So Borderlands 2 VR apparently is a solo experience. Oh, yeah. Um I would skip it. It's been recon- reconfigured as a single player game with updated special abilities and completely new first person driving. Borderlands 2 is headed to PlayStation VR on December 14th. Um oh, see I don't know I don't I don't know how I'd feel about that. That
1: immediately says no for me.
0: Well, and I don't know. I feel like Borderlands is tough too cuz like they it's also one of those games that like I have played the first 3 or 4 hours of Borderlands 2 so many times because it doesn't do a good job of if I like like hey hey friend that plays Borderlands 2 all the time you want to go we want to play Borderlands with that like if his character joins he's doing all the work because he's super over leveled mm-hmm. and then it's not fun for the people that are just starting out or if somebody that's newer jumps into like a later person's game it's not fun for that person because they die really quickly and can't do anything so it's a game where it's like you I just feel like you have to be around the same level as the people you're playing with for it to be fun and so i've yeah and so because of that i've started this game so many times and have never gotten past the first few hours because next time you're playing it there's someone new or or whatever and mm. playing it solo it's just it's not that interesting though
1: no that's it, it's okay um i think it would really benefit you were talking about you know the level discrepancy uh, it would be interesting if maybe borderlands 3 adopted something similar to diablo where you have seasons uh, and mm. more of like a dynamically generated campaign
0: Uh, how does that how does that work because i know i like i've i've seen the seasons thing thrown around with diablo a lot but never actually really looked into it
1: so uh in diablo every i want to say six months they start a new season uh and you create a new character for that season and he is specifically a seasonal character Mm -hmm. um and it starts at level one and you play through the adventure mode usually um you can play campaign if you want but the adventure mode is is more dynamically generated
0: so it's like a separate Uh, thing from just if you wanted to play campaign with your friends yeah okay
1: yeah uh and it's more on loot grinding and
0: and, it's like an it's like like an end game type thing yeah you
1: you skip right to the end game um but you do start at level one so Mm -hmm. you do have to work your way up to to that and then once the season is over your character uh goes into your regular use queue for for tunes for characters Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can't use him again on the next season.
0: Okay, and, so, and all the
1: items um, go with him. So you you start fresh every six months, and uh, Blizzard releases new content for every season.
0: And it's um, like probably t- like if you want this content, you got to earn it within this six month period.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's usually pretty straightforward to to achieve that. Um, I found like you know a week of nightly playing would probably net me most of the things that I needed to get, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can just keep playing after that, depending on you know who you're playing with and how much interest you have Mm -hmm. um but it means that i keep coming back to diablo 3 every six months and my friends and i are all the same level and then we can play through the game again and it's super fun and then we can put it down and come back to it again and there isn't that huge discrepancy
0: that's pretty cool yeah that i like Uh,
1: and i think that would work well for something like borderlands where it's got that questing and loot system Mm -hmm. Um, if you decouple that from the plot uh, a little bit and let you kind of tackle things and Uh, in your own way at your own pace Mm -hmm. um with the seasonal mix i think that would work quite Mm -hmm. well
0: um yeah i think yeah that sounds way and it's uh, it's it's such a because i yeah i feel like my game time is often fairly limited and so it's like a new game will come out and you know it'll you'll play with friends a couple times and it's a great time and then oh now i'm stuck working and you guys are playing and then the next then then you're out of that game basically like I feel like it happens with so many games and it's like, I mean, you could just jump in and play with randoms online, but it's not as, it's always way more fun if you're playing with people that you actually know. Um, and just like in terms of communication and everything like that, like it's always so much better. Um, yeah, something like that would be pretty cool. I, yeah, I don't know. So the one, like, especially as such a, like all of these games and it's not happening too frequently, but these game big games that are being retooled for VR, I'm all for, um, and I think this could be pretty cool and not needing to rely on on other people being at the same level as you. I mean that's a pause that's a plus for the solo experience thing. But the couple times I've tried Borderlands alone, it's not been that interesting. But in VR, maybe it would be. But my like one request for these games and it's maybe it's too tough because a lot of stuff has to be totally reworked, but it's like you know, with Skyrim VR, Skyrim VR, I love Skyrim VR is so interesting. It's the coolest and most fun version of Skyrim that I've played. And just the fact that like you can be wandering around this gigantic world and then like just getting distracted by like looking at looking at like the the constellations or looking at the like the Northern Lights type thing. Like all of that is something that you would never do if you weren't like actually actively looking around with your actual head uh, around this environment. But it's also something where, you don't always want to play those games in VR. I, I don't all like Resident Evil Seven. It's fucking awesome because it's this. Yeah, it's this. Like, you buy one copy of the game. You want to play it in VR. Play it in VR. You don't want to play it in VR. Don't you want to switch? You you want to play for in VR for an hour and then switch it up. Like that's totally cool and that's perfect. And in games like like this, Borderlands Two and like in Skyrim VR, I this is like a, I I'm paying another hundred dollars for this new version of Skyrim but I have to start the game again because the saves like aren't compatible and I can't play it in like I can't play it's just on my TV like it has to be in VR and a game like that is like like vr can be like kind of like long periods it can be pretty tiring and and stuff like that and especially for something
1: long like skyrim exactly yeah 100 hours into skyrim no
0: exactly but like having the option to like today i want to play in vr great today i don't great like having that option i think is huge and would lead to those games doing a lot better but at this point like i because i bought the vr version put a good put a put a number of hours into it it's breathtaking. It's fantastic. But I also never got rid of my Xbox version because I've not finished Skyrim at this point. And if I'm going to, it's probably going to be on the Xbox because... It's just it's just more comfortable and because I don't always wanna play these games, you know and it and it's like especially with things like the p s v r where there's like a lot of cables and stuff like that, like it takes a good few minutes to set the console set set up the headset, whereas I can just hit the button on my Xbox and be ready to go type thing. I just wish more of these if they're gonna start doing more and more of these these like Ports, ports of of traditional games to VR. I'm all for that, and I will probably buy the majority of them. But I just want the ability to play them in us a, on a, on my TV as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's there's a time commitment there, and mm-hmm. we don't always have that kind of time.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's especially like I feel like games like Skyrim and stuff as well is like it they work in small chunks too because you have the power to save the game whenever you want. So it's like if I have you know if I have twenty or thirty minutes, that's great. I can jump in, I can run around a bit, maybe start a mission, and then I can hit save and I can go away. Whereas like the the time to 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 set up and to tear down your your PlayStation VR headset, like it's not worth it at that point. No. Yeah.
1: On the other hand you've already given them your money, so
0: I uh, yeah, yeah multiple times and i'll yeah. do it multiple times more i'm sure yeah skyrim on skyrim on phones what
1: yep i mean you're getting the next best thing
0: elder scrolls blades yeah i am excited for that i hope it launches soon i hope it yeah, launches yeah i could
1: soon. see it coming out for like november
0: yeah i think they said this year it was supposed to be this year i mean they're running out of time so yeah it'll probably um, be november speaking of running out of time Valve is also running at a time because the Artifact beta is set for October and they've communicated zero times about it and October is halfway done. So give us something.
1: look will get there. Don't give, worry.
0: Give us something. I
1: mean, maybe it's Valve October, which means it could be yeah, right? during 2018.
0: I mean, they, but they also set a hard launch date of the game a while ago and that's November 28th. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> they said which October. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, didn't <laughs> they also point. promise to release episode three?
0: Well, my understanding of the whole episode thing is that we could get smaller games more frequently. How's that going? Very poorly. <laughs> it's going terribly. Uh, um, but they did say they're making... Telltale. They said they're making... Yeah, yeah. Jesus, right? They did, Valve did say they're committed to releasing more frequent games And starting with a trading card game is a bold move, but that trading card game is a blast and I can't wait to sink too much money into it. Uh, But uh, I mean, in any case, moving on a couple PSAs, I think are that are um, noteworthy are you got to make some room on your console because pretty much everyone's buying Red Dead Redemption 2 when it comes out in next week or the following week but the install size is 88 gigabytes. Um, as far as I know, that's, that's without any kind of patches or anything like that. Not that I'm sure if there will be a day one patch, but 88 gigs, um, That, of course, is a lot of things like 4K assets and everything like that. Uh, So this game looks unbelievable. It will be beautiful, but it will take up a lot of space on your Xbox or on your PS4. So good idea to delete some old crap and make sure you've uh, got the room for it now. Also, for PS4 users, uh, there is apparently... Uh, some sort of malicious message that is being sent um, to a lot of PlayStation 4 consoles that essentially locks the console up. And uh, so basically you receive a message probably from someone you don't know controller and your sound stops working resetting the console. It's just going to get a continuous error loop essentially because apparently it's not just if you open the message, it's having the notification of the message there is enough to cause this crash and, um, and, uh, parents, so some users are doing factory resets to get rid of the message. Um, but also if you were to delete the message, if you do get a message like that, you can delete it in the PlayStation mobile app and it should, uh, it should work after that essentially. Well, that's uh, good to know. It's like one of those like weird JavaScript things that seems to pop yeah. up on a certain platform every once in a while. So hopefully they tackle that soon, but in the meantime, um, I wonder if you
1: could use that to inject code.
0: Ooh, new jailbreak coming! Yep. Um, But also, if you just you can also, I mean, if you don't care about receiving messages from randoms online, you can set your messages to friends only, and then unless you have a friend who's a real dick, uh, you should be safe. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's awful. That is right. I can't imagine like playing a game of Rocket League or Fortnite or something, and
0: oh, like what if you kill someone and then they they're pissed and they send you that message? Yep. Oh, that'd be rough. Dick move. Fucking kids.
1: Fucking adults.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Uh what else? Uh Diablo 3 crossplay is a thing and then it wasn't a thing. All I'm getting is a stern maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: uh a week ago or so, Business Insider reported that uh Diablo 3 crossplay would be a question of when, not if, says Blizzard. I don't know if you guys reported on this last week.
0: I don't think we talked about that.
1: Okay. Uh, and then, like yesterday, um, a Blizzard rep told DualShockers that uh, they don't have any plans to implement cross platform play for Diablo. Um, for one, I am going to wait until after BlizzCon uh, in November before I start making any decisions on buying Diablo 3. Uh, because who knows?
0: yeah i would uh i i love that the floodgates for this kind of thing have been broken open Mm -hmm. and i hope that sony continues to allow things because it still seems a little bit up in the air in regards to what they will and won't allow right now it seems like they've only committed to fortlight Fortnite, but are exploring other things um i i just like i it's gonna be an amazing day where i can just you can just go to a store and buy a game on whatever platform you want and not worry about if you'll be able to play it with your friends
1: oh it'd be so amazing
0: like it's so cool and it's like it's just like one of those things where it's like like for instance a bunch of us are talking when e3 came around a bunch of us are talking about buying anthem for instance and it's like you know like we uh some of us have ps4s and some of us have xboxes and some of us have both and i've got pc And you've got, or a PC, yeah, and when I, you know, when I go and buy a multi-platform game, typically I will buy it on my Xbox One X versus my PS4 Pro, and that's because the controller I find more comfortable, and I also find that the, well, and the Xbox One X is more powerful than the PS4 Pro, so it's like, probably gonna look a bit better type thing, right? And so, but then, it feels like the majority of people will buy it on the PS4, and then, so am I you know, and then I'm locked out, but then it's like, do I even play it online that much? It's such a, it's a tough thing. And to not have mm-hmm. to worry about that would be amazing. Even um, if it's
1: only for like third party games. like that's Sure. Fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And it's like, and I feel like it seems like both. And as far as I know how it's working with Nintendo and with Microsoft at this point is, it's just like the consoles are open to it. The game, the developers just have to build that functionality in and, mm-hmm. and then it just works. And uh, it's so cool.
1: I remember hearing um, back in the day that Rocket League and Fortnite was essentially just like a switch in the code to turn on allowing communication between those networks,
0: mm-hmm.
1: at least with with those code bases anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like once these guys have, you know, the OK from the manufacturer to mm-hmm. do it, it should be a pretty quick process once you get through testing.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, it like, seems like. Yeah. Well, and it's Um, like, and I like the way that a lot of, like, the way that both uh, PUBG and Fortnite have done it, for instance, as well, where you do have PC versions of these games and obviously those PC players have some advantages in terms of competitive play. And so the fact that you can opt in or opt out to playing with those players specifically is pretty cool, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, And Microsoft's allowing keyboard and mouse on the Xbox, I think. So, I mean, even then, if you want, you can use those Mm -hmm. uh, peripherals
0: yeah 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 no it seems like things are things are finally starting to open up a lot and that is good for all of us Mm -hmm. then i can buy it on whatever console i want and then have to make up excuses as to why i won't play it online with you There you go (laughs) instead of like oh i got it on the wrong console sorry speaking of Uh, playing online i want to play some more sea of thieves at some point soon it's been too long
1: yeah it has i'd like to get back in and check out i have the not DLC yeah i've not and played stuff.
0: any of the for shake i've not played forsaken shores at all and it looks super cool
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think we ran one game after the the skeleton cruise
0: oh yeah update. yeah yeah uh
1: and it was just us in our galleon and we ran into a skeleton ship and it killed us in like five seconds really
0: it was, really?
1: It was so scary it just like cool. popped out of the ocean like 20 feet to our left Mm -hmm. And then just hammered us and then we died.
0: No way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was scary as fuck. And I feel like looking back on like, like my favorite gaming moments this year, like top of that list is when we had to fight that Megalodon.
1: Yeah. Like that was
0: just like, like it took like an almost an hour and just all of the, like us and all of these random people, like working together and communicating through this thing. And like, it was just such a cool experience that I've not felt in a game in a long time. Yep. Yeah. Before or since. Before or since, yeah. 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 What
1: else? Um, on the Diablo train, uh, there are rumors um, that the Blizzard store has a new Diablo t-shirt that says Diablo Reign of Terror on it. Uh, which may be the title of a new game, or could be the new Netflix show, or what have you. Um, I forgot so, about
0: the Netflix show.
1: Yeah, there are rumors about that. I don't think anything got confirmed. No, um, I don't
0: think anything has been confirmed.
1: mm -hmm. Uh, And I kind of feel like announcing Diablo 4 right after announcing Diablo 3 on the Switch would kind of cut into sales for that. So this may be specifically for the new show and then maybe just announcing that there is a Diablo 4 project generically in the works for down the road Mm -hmm. might be a good way to do it. It's hard to say.
0: Trading card game.
1: I feel like Blizzard already has enough of those.
0: But why why not one more?
1: Cuz I'd like actual Diablo, please.
0: What if it's a Diablo expansion for World of Warcraft? Uh sorry, for Hearthstone.
1: Uh you know what? That would probably be okay. Um have they I don't play have they had
0: but have they had any um have they put any like even easter eggy like cards that that are have anything to do with like later um or other blizzard games have they done that
1: i don't know i feel like somebody would have said something and i would have you know picked up on it Mm -hmm. but i haven't heard anything yeah i feel like hearthstone is very cornered in its own little world yeah so it's all it's all warcraft themed right
0: yeah it's yeah it's all Warcraft. you said you've never played Hearthstone? never played hearthstone not once like not even tried it why not
1: um i don't know Uh, it's free right it is free yeah no uh, I played Heroes of the Storm once or twice, um, but never really got into The only feather. thing it
0: costs is your life.
1: My life. I don't have an iPad.
0: Mm. Uh, you could play it I on have... your phone now and your computer. I could. And it just syncs your progress. But if you're going to choose a free to play card game, you should choose Elder Scrolls Legends. But maybe wait till after Tuesday.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the only other piece of news I have uh, is that. Bandai Namco unveiled a collector's edition for Ace Combat 7, uh, which I'm super excited for. I don't know if I'm willing to spend that kind of money. I think you should. I, I already bought the digital deluxe version, so I don't really know if I need to double dip.
0: I refund it and get this collector's edition.
1: I already downloaded the theme, so it won't let me. Uh, but I might pick up the PC version then.
0: Yeah. So what is in this collector's edition?
1: A whole bunch of stuff. So it's got uh, an art book, uh, a new edition of the Ace Combat art book called Aces at War. That has never seen English print before Ooh. Uh, has been kind of like this ethereal thing from Japan that that the fandom has kind of been clamoring for for a while, and it talks a lot about like the politics and the behind the scenes um, in world content. Uh, the collector's edition is called the Strange Real Edition, uh, and that's Strange Real is kind of the the fandom name for the Ace Combat world mm. because it doesn't follow like regular geography or, or okay, politics. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, it's got its own countries and, and land masses and technology and stuff. Um, so people have uh, in the fandom have really been clamoring for this art book because you know we've never actually gotten anything except for you know scans that people have picked up when they've been over in Japan.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it also comes with a forty centimeter uh, metal figurine uh-huh. of of the Arsenal Bird uh, carrier aircraft. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't know where I would put it in my house. Uh, And it also comes with some patches and uh, the season pass. I don't know what the MSRP for it is. A lot, yeah. I want to say it's probably like one hundred fifty bucks, two hundred bucks. But it looks pretty slick. Uh, It's nice to see that um, countries outside of Japan are getting, um, you know, higher end content for what is really a kind of a niche game.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder how limited. Because, for instance, I've never heard in my life anyone talking about Ace Combat aside from you. Yeah. And I want, so I wonder how limited this version would be in places like North America.
1: Yeah, it, I, I don't think it was getting a North, North American release initially. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of clamor uh, in the community about, you know, I have to order it from, you know, a Japanese, you know, reseller. Mm -hmm. And is it going to work on my PlayStation, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, But I really think Bandai Namco is trying to push this as, you know, one of their more flagship games. Sure. Uh, And because we haven't had an Ace Combat game in quite a while. um, So hopefully that this kind of turns it into a higher profile franchise. Um, And I know that the booth at PAX was very busy when I went Mm by. Uh, And same at uh, New York Comic Con. Apparently it was pretty packed. Um, but I mean it's hard to say Being
0: a yeah. con. <laughs> yeah. Um I think you should get this collector's edition
1: I might uh, We'll see uh, the Otherwise
0: PS- otherwise, you'll be briefly sad that you didn't
1: Yeah and then I'll just find the scans Online for the art book and be like oh okay
0: But that sweet 40 centimeter That's jet-
1: That's pretty cool looking I, mm-hmm. The cat would probably knock it down and eat it
0: That's It's a bad cat Yeah he'd do that um,
1: I don't know if I mentioned earlier uh, uh, when I've talked about Ace Combat before, but the digital deluxe versions uh, come with Ace Combat 5 if you buy the PS4 version and Ace Combat 6 if you buy the Xbox version.
0: How come they split like that?
1: Uh, because Ace Combat 5 was PS2 only and Ace Combat okay. 6 was Xbox 360 only.
0: Oh, okay. That uh, so makes it's, sense.
1: it's backwards compatible.
0: Mm. That's pretty cool. Uh,
1: yeah, and the only way to get Ace Combat 5 is to get the Digital Deluxe version. Apparently, it will not be appearing on the store otherwise.
0: Oh, interesting. And yeah. do you get that, like, if you pre ordered that now, do you get that early so you can get all Ace Combated up? Or is they, it like.
1: They haven't announced it. Okay. Um, I imagine it will probably be release date, which is kind of unfortunate.
0: Because um, then why are you going to play that when you're, you're going to play the new one?
1: All the nostalgia, I guess? I don't know. Um, but either way, um, they don't emulate very well. So it's going to be mm. kind of nice to be able to to play through it and not have to worry about configuring emulators or breaking the PS2 out again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it'll give me a chance to play Ace Combat Six because I don't have it on the uh, on the Xbox.
0: Yeah, that's cool. <gasps> yeah. When does that come out? Is it just January? Right.
1: Yeah, January 18th. I think.
0: Yeah. 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 But it was because that was um it was moved. It was supposed to be this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I like at the the bottom of this article that I posted from TrueAchievements.com. It says. Ben and Amco will be hoping this edition flies off the shelves. When it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
0: oh. oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I think that is it for news this week. Was there anything else news news related?
1: I don't think so. I really Break, wasn't keeping it. Breaking
0: news? news uh... with new games on the horizon? Uh, okay. Mission objective for this week. We are. It's almost Halloween. I feel like the next few weeks probably have some spooky themed mission objectives. In any case... It's almost Halloween. Have you ever dressed up for Halloween as a video game character? Who was it? And if you had to do it now, who would you dress up as?
1: Do you want me to start?
0: Sure. Yeah, please.
1: Uh, I don't think I have. Um, My brother dressed up as Link for many years uh, because that was always his favorite uh, franchise. Hmm. Um, And if I were to dress up as somebody, it's hard to say. I feel like with my beard now, I could probably pull off a good MGS3 sneak
0: mm-hmm. if, if
1: I dropped a couple pounds. Um, but I can't really think of anything solid.
0: Ah. Ooh, good What one. about you? Uh, I don't believe that I ever have. I got kicked out of Halloween pretty early. Um, yeah. You know, I think I was like 9 or 10, and my parents were like, no more Halloween, so that so i didn't really dress up again until i was a full-grown adult um and uh have have not dressed up as a video game character if i had to do it now i feel like i would probably just not show up so i wouldn't dress up (laughs) um but if i had yeah right if i had to that is oh that's a good question i feel like i'd want to do something like weird and cool like a car from Rocket League or like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I could cool. be an Elder Scrolls Legend card and have trouble getting through anything because it be a gig, big giant rectangle. I, I did gravitate towards something Metal Gear Solid related as well just because it's, I don't know, I feel like decently, probably decently easy to do mm-hmm. and uh, like is one of my favorite franchises. Um, I could be, I would dress up as Quiet from Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, you would. That's me. That's it. That's, that's me. That's, that's you. Yep uh i also need to drop a few pounds to uh to to rock that that outfit you got uh, what two weeks i've got two weeks yeah i've got two weeks uh how quickly does liposuction work
1: um
0: i i feel like you
1: could pull it off do it do it
0: we'll talk we'll talk okay uh, and with that that has been episode 174 of the geekscape games podcast jake where can we find you
1: uh at jake sculpture on i think every social platform
0: uh, google I'm... plus no not anymore they killed it bumble uh maybe snuggler
1: i don't know what that is yes oh
0: he <laughs> just said every platform so i'm just trying to uh break it down. yeah all the good ones all the good all the, so snuggler yes okay uh snuggler. <laughs> so it's like tinder but just for snuggling oh yeah i mean maybe maybe i'll look into it yeah uh friendster
1: i don't need any more friends no
0: i don't even talk to the ones i have
1: yeah you don't
0: no uh, <laughs> and i am at d with that awkward uh exchange i'm at d krannevelt's and I am Captain K17 on gaming platforms. Don't at me. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. You don't play some forza. I just I just actually waved like a, like someone could see me. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Toxic here. And Meridon too.
1: We're the hosts of the Overleague podcast.
0: Are you a fan of Overwatch League or just a fan of Overwatch in general?
1: Well if you are we break down matches and all other Overwatch happenings and we won't judge your main.
0: Tune in every other Tuesday to the Overleague on Geekscape wherever you get your podcasts.